Now, let's go back to Red Kite, uh, the charity that helps families of children who are being treated for cancer. And I want to share with you the story of one family who went through that harrowing experience and who found the support of Red Kite to be solid gold in helping them and getting them through the whole thing. It happened to the Giffen family some years ago when Joe, who at the time was only two years old, was diagnosed with cancer. Now, to share their story, I'm joined on the phone by Joe's mother, Chris Giffen. Chris, good evening. Welcome to the program. Hi, Carol. Lovely to be with you. Let's, let's pick up at the start of Joseph's story. Uh, when, when, did you, when were you told by the doctor, this is bad news, uh, Joseph has got, has got cancer? What was the, how did that happen for you? What was that moment like? Um, well, we had just recently um, had another a child. Our second son was uh, Sam was eight months old, and Joseph had sort of started waking up in the middle of the night, and he'd be out of bed, and we'd take him back, and he'd be there fifteen minutes later, and this would go on for hours each night, never in pain, but just not, you know, not settled. So I took him to several doctors, and they all sort of said. These two, that's what happens. Mm. Um, and we went initially, eventually to a friend of um, ours who was a doctor and he uh, felt Joseph's stomach and, and felt a mass. And right. um, we were immediately sent uh, for an ultrasound and, and that's when they told us um, that he has a large mass around the size of a rock melon in his abdomen. Now, when you get that in, that information and you have to start acting on it, getting him into a children's hospital, dealing with an oncologist, I presume that disrupts the whole of family life. Is that what happens? Absolutely. I think that uh, initially you go into, obviously, a state of shock. And uh, I can vividly remember wanting to just run away. I didn't know how to handle yeah. it. I just... Um, and, and yes, of course, we were we were living in Canberra when Joe was diagnosed on the Friday, um, and we moved to Sydney on the Sunday. Right. So his so, treatment began on Tuesday morning, and we just uprooted, left on the on the Sunday, and we're living in Sydney on Tuesday for him to begin treatment. So it's an enormously um, you know, difficult time in the family. We had no family in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so we didn't know anyone in Sydney, so we, we upped and left and began Joe's treatment. Now, when did you contact Red Kite? You've got the doctors there, you've got the nurses, you've got the specialists, and they're brilliant at medical stuff, but it's the medical stuff they do. So where, at what point did Red Kite step in for you? Uh, Red Kite really was, at that time, Malcolm, Malcolm Sargent Foundation, and I had gone through... Um, treatment with Joe. We had gone through roughly a year of treatment. Joseph had six months of chemotherapy, uh, radiotherapy, 12-hour surgery, and then a stem cell transplant. So we were very busy keeping him well. Um, We were focused on his treatment. I was focused on trying to get him through to each treatment. Um, So, And and very fortunately, my husband um, wasn't working that year. So he took the time off to to have with Joe. Um, And we were very fortunate that we were living close to the hospital and and we could do that um and then afterwards they sort of tell us well we've done all we can good luck um joe was then scanned every three months afterwards and the rate of relapse was around 70 percent and we knew if you relapsed you had less than five percent chance of survival so we were incredibly worried in that um i didn't cope i think once it all stopped and we were supposed to then leave hospital where i'd become uh, you know, I felt very safe in hospital. We were surrounded by people who understood our fear and 
um, understood what we were going through and doctors and nurses who could support us. I suppose it's a dependency thing and you get to a point where the people you were depending on are not there any longer because it's over. Yeah, That's right. No, I think in hospital you become... You, become, you feel safe. You are surrounded, as I said, by people who genuinely understand. I mean, friends and family, of course, feel for you and, and try and help and all the rest of it. But it's, it's that genuine fear that really, um, you know, parents share. And, and that's where we became, uh, you know, a support and, and were definitely supported through that time. Yeah. Um, but yes, and then we were left. And then I um, fell into a bit of a heap and... I developed an anxiety disorder. I really couldn't leave the house and I was so worried. And um, I went back to the social worker and asked for help and they said that Red Kite um, had just started a teleconference uh, group linking families who'd gone through similar uh, similar situations at different yep, stages. Yep. And I jumped on board and it changed, changed my life. So what they did was they connected you with other people who, because they'd been there and done that, would understand and, and be able to talk to you about it. That's right. So we all went through, as I said, there were families, um, parents, just parents. Um, it was an eight-week program, one, one hour a week. And we, we spoke and we, we spoke about things that, you know, we couldn't speak about with other people. We spoke about our fears and, and there were people further through and people sort of behind me. And together, it was facilitated by Red Kite, wonderful people, wonderful facilitators. And, and it just, helped me. I realised I wasn't on my own and those fears, you know, were, were genuine fears yeah, that yeah. Um, I, I could see that I was going to be okay and, and get through it. And and, uh, and Red, Red Kite was just, um, I'll, I'll always be, be eternally grateful for their help. And part of what's going on is it, it's not just Joe, it's the whole family. He's got a younger brother, he's got a younger sister, uh, there's you and your husband. The whole family uh, makes the journey too, doesn't it? That's right. I think that that is why my husband and I are so passionate about Red Kite because there's a lot of charities out there, and they're all wonderful, that help um, the children through. But I think what Red Kite does is it, it helps the family through. So I've, we've now got four children, but Sam at the time was eight months old, his younger brother. And, you know, we didn't spend a lot of time with Sam. We were with Joseph. We knew his prognosis was very poor. Yep. Um, why we always tried to get there at night to see him and put him to bed, one of us. But it certainly had an impact on him and it had an impact on us as well as, as parents. And, you know, it's never easy and, and we're very fortunate. We had a very strong relationship and it was strengthened by what we've been through. But there's so many people, Kel, out there who come from regional Australia, you know, flying in. We used to see these parents flying in Mum would fly in the morning, Monday morning, and be with their child through the week. Dad would then fly on Friday night yes, and take yep, over. Yep. It's just, you just can't imagine. It's hard enough going through this when you're, when you're well-supported and we, um, you know, very fortunately were financially okay to, to see through, but there's people there that, yeah. you know, can't put petrol in their cars yeah. uh, and, and can't fly to, to see their other kids. And Red Kite, they're there for these people. So... Yeah. It's just extraordinary what they do. And honestly, I, I, the more I speak to people about Red Kite and what they do in families, I'm still directly involved with families going through this, it's just it gets them through and yep. it gets them through and it helps their family come through intact because it's an enormously stressful time, as I said, on the marriage and, um, and the family. 
and Red Kite acknowledges that and, and they're there to do everything they can. Well, I'm going to say talk, talk a bit more about Red Kite in a moment, but I need to ask you because everyone listening now wants to know, how's Joe today? Joe is amazing. He's just wonderful. He's a um, very happy 15-year-old boy. Just uh, had a lovely liking to uh, girls. He's interested in sports. <laughs> in other words, he's a normal 15-year-old. He's a normal 15-year-old boy. He's um, very happy at school. He was school captain in his primary school. He's just a delight. We are just so thrilled and we are blessed that he's come through um, just so well. He's just a darling. Mm. Yeah. That is a great gift. Uh, yeah. Chris, look, thank you for sharing your story with us. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to tell people more about Red Kite so that they can uh, do something to help other people like yourself. So, Chris, thank you very much for your time. Oh, Kel, thank you, and thank you for your support with Red, for Red Kite. It's wonderful. What a great lady. And what, she, what she's done, I mean, in, in holding her family, she talked about the fact that she nearly fell apart, but uh, uh, Red Kite helped to keep her together. I just think that's brilliant.